Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, episode 49 today. That's pretty good. Uh, we're going to talk about coronavirus here in a moment. I want to tell you, though, too, we have an app here for KSL News Radio, uh, appropriately called the KSL News Radio app. It's powered by Any Hour Services. On there, you can not only follow along as we broadcast the program here each day, but uh, afterwards, you can follow up with all of the stories we cover here. And the expert reporters working for the station, they upload all the work they do there. You can check a video feed here of the studios. We have guests come and go. It's neat to see them. And that's all available to you at the KSL News Radio app. You heard a few weeks ago that the iPhone, Apple made an announcement that the iPhone uh, was going to be in limited supply for a little while as their parts suppliers in China were taking certain precautions, which was limiting production. Uh, of the components needed to put together these iPhones, and that all due to the coronavirus. That was the first that I had heard of, like, an economic impact by this uh, virus. Well, as time has gone on, we're seeing that these uh, impacts, the impacts being felt by the coronavirus, are spreading far and wide. Uh, as the number of cases uh, appear to slow in mainland China, there are other countries that are seeing a spike in their own cases. ABC News' James Longman uh, has this from Italy. Iran, at least 12 have died due to the COVID-19 virus this month. So far, confirmed cases in up to five cities, including the capital, Tehran. In South Korea, the number's now surging. More than 160 new cases, bringing the total of infected to more than 760. About half the cases have been linked to a local church in Daegu, South Korea's fourth largest city. Schools are closed and people have been warned to avoid large gatherings. Now, setting our sights on the United States, the coronavirus is taking a toll on the stock market. ABC's Aaron Katursky tells us more. The opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange signaled concerns among investors about coronavirus outbreaks in Italy and South Korea. The Dow began trading 950 points lower before a slight recovery following a plunge in global stock markets. Oil, travel, and luxury goods are among industries affected by fears of the virus's spread beyond China, where it originated and where it curtailed economic growth. So now we're starting to see this have an effect here in the United States. You've heard here on the radio coverage of the Dow's uh, fluctuating position. I would point out that uh, month to month, uh, we are, we're about even. There's been a bunch of fluctuation, obviously, in between. But from one month ago to today, we're about at the same position. Uh, to help me understand this more and explain exactly the impact being felt here in Utah, or to let me know that this is uh, no big deal and, and I should uh, stop uh, fanning these flames, I've invited Miles Hansen, President and CEO of World Trade Center, Utah to join us on the line, straighten this all out for us. Uh, Mr. Hanson, sir, how are you? I'm doing well, Lee. Great to be on. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to be uh, overly optimistic 
and, and help you out on that front in our conversation today. All righty. Well, to, give me the news. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, I, I think that what we're seeing is clearly uh, increased fears about the spread of coronavirus and moving beyond just mainland China to places like Iran, um, where we've had 12 people die in, in hundreds of cases, South Korea, and now, of course, from the clip you played in, in Italy as well. And before talking about some of the economic impact, I do think it's important just to emphasize yet again that the human cost to this is far more significant than the economic cost. We've had 80,000 people sick, 2,500 more people have died. Um, both of those numbers are going to increase significantly. And I think it's important as we talk about the economic cost, not to lose sight of the fact that there are Absolutely. very little people out there. They're getting sick and dying. Um, and then, of course, with that comes this economic pain that uh, the people around the world increasingly are feeling. And so I think just to kind of break it down a little bit, you know, why now? This has been going on for, for a couple months now. Why is the Dow down close to 1,000 points today? And it really is fears of a pandemic. And so if you look at on uh, end of last week, on Thursday and Friday, that's where we saw cases starting to, to explode in numbers that grow exponentially in South Korea, Iran, and Italy. And that's for the first time people really saying, asking ourselves, you know, is this what, are, are we starting to see a pandemic? And that has got markets rattled, not just here in the United States, but even before we opened up here in Europe and Asia as well. And I think the, uh, the evidence suggests that this growth is uh, approaching the point where it is difficult to control. And that has got, uh, I think, everybody taking a hard look at trying to understand, okay, if this does grow rapidly outside of China, what does this mean for, for, for companies around the world and for economies uh, outside of China? Are there lessons to be learned from history? We've seen some kind of new emerging viruses and diseases spread throughout the world in different numbers and at different uh, scales in the past. What what has history taught us will happen? What, what happens next? How bad you know, can this great, get? Yeah, that's a great question. If you remember uh, back in, in 2003, uh, a different version of the coronavirus it started in China and it spread around. And there were very widespread fears that that would lead to, to a pandemic and the economic costs that would come from that. And what uh, what we found in that case is that the, the economic impact wasn't as significant as what people thought it may be when the virus was starting to spread significantly. I think there are a couple key differences there. One, uh, this the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, this version is spreading quicker and it has a higher death rate. Um, China is much more integrated in the global economy now than it was even in 2003, you know, 17 years ago. A lot has changed in China since then. And so you see uh, now heightened concern and evidence to suggest that the impact this time around uh, may be more significant. But at the same time, we're also seeing governments react far quicker and in a more significant fashion than, you know, in, in 2003. And we're all aware of, of everything that China has down, done to try to clamp down on uh, preventing the, the virus from spreading further. In Italy, you know, 10 different villages affecting 50,000 people have now been put down on lockdown. South Korea is taking, you know, drastic measures as well. The United States, you know, stopping people from coming from China to the United States. And so you see a very, very aggressive response from governments. And up until last Thursday, it looked like things were, were getting better with the, the spread of the virus slowing in China. But now that's why everybody's so concerned right now and why the market's reacting so strongly because I think it's unexpected to see it now spreading. You know, South Korea is close to China. I think that that uh, wouldn't have been uh, totally unreasonable or unpredictable. Right. But Iran and Italy, 
I think there's a lot of surprise there, and that is making people concerned that despite these aggressive measures, that perhaps it's going to be too difficult to, to contain this without it you know, spreading sure. you know, further afield around the world. Let me ask you this, and time is tight. We have about two minutes left to touch on this topic. What will the, the average Utah experience? Uh, will, do we need to uh, be making movements? Do we need to be talking to our advisors? Are there things that we can do on their own? How will we feel this impact? You know, to be honest, Lee, uh, I wish I had a crystal ball. I don't. My guess is two or three weeks from now, we're going to have a better picture about whether or not we truly do have a pandemic on our hands, in which case I think people are going to want to respond, um, both companies but also consumers and others. Or two or three weeks from now, you know, weather starts to warm up. This is, these things typically spread quicker during the winter time. You know, we may find ourselves in a much better position in just a couple weeks from now. But I will tell you that this absolutely is having an impact on Utah companies. Both companies that are doing manufacturing and sourcing in China, they've seen what as of yet have been temporary disruptions, but they may end up being more lasting, long-lasting depending on what happens over the next couple of weeks, as well as Utah companies that are selling into China. China is a tremendous market. And what you see is when, these, when, when people take aggressive measures to tamp down uh, the spread of the virus, you see schools closing, businesses closing, government meetings closing. That decreases demand. That leads to a decrease in valuation for commodities, both energy and others. And that's where you get people uh, fearful that this, the further spread of the virus could lead to a broader economic downturn, which would impact everybody. Miles Hansen, President and CEO Utah, World Trade Center, Utah. Sir, I'm grateful to you for explaining this all to us. Uh, just a masterful explanation of uh, how this is spreading and how it's impacting the world's economy. Grateful to you. Thanks, Lee. And we'll, we'll keep our eyes on it, and we can call up here in a couple of weeks and hopefully have a little more uh, an update for everybody. I look forward to that. Thanks again. Uh, again, that's Miles Hansen, President and CEO of World Trade Center, Utah. We are seeing the coronavirus have an impact not only on people's lives, but now on their money. The economy is feeling it. We're seeing it here in the United States with the Dow down some thousand points. Uh, we're going to see the advice from Mr. Hansen there is uh, keep our eyes open and be ready to be nimble. But uh, that uh, about two weeks time, we should have a much better picture of how this will impact us. My next guest is running for governor. Jan Garbett will be here in studio to talk to me about why she feels best suited to serve you as the next governor of the great state of Utah. That's coming up here on Life Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.